0: live sports are back just like the rest of us we're all getting back on the road stopping at a friend's place to watch the game or stopping to grab a bite at our favorite spot and between those stops there's always shell to help you make the most of the stop you need to make
1: pardon the interruption but i'm mike Wilbon, mr isola i don't think we've ever asked you what you like being called fill in frank
2: honestly i prefer my given name Phil in francis don't
0: you forget oh,
1: it? Oh, <laughs> you one of those old school guys. Old school. Francis down to Frank. That's father, a 1930s construct, isn't it?
2: I know. My father was Francesco. Mm. So.
1: You're serious now?
2: Yeah. I could use that. That gives me. Francesco, you know, I like that. That doesn't go style. with those shades, though. You
1: got to get rid of those mirrored 1970s shades. Gotta get some
2: Italian glass. That's right.
1: Welcome to P.T.I. In today's episode, Kittle and Kelsey get paid. Serena faces Venus, and will the NBA bubble up again next season? We're going to start the show today with a blow to the Rockets' playoff prospects in the bubble. The Houston Chronicle reports that Russell Westbrook will miss at least the first few games of next week's playoff series with the Thunder, and maybe more, with a strained quad. Westbrook has averaged 27-8-7 and seven this season, another great season. Frank, can the Rockets get through the Thunder without Westbrook?
2: I think it's going to be real difficult. Too bad, of course, Westbrook got traded for Chris Paul. It's too bad that these two teams aren't going to be playing in those home buildings. But here's the thing with Westbrook, Mike, how important he is to their offense. They're second in the league in pace. Last year, they were 27. That's Westbrook pushing the ball. He's third in the league in points in the paint behind Giannis and Zion. I don't, want to sound, I don't want to sound like UB Brown in the painted area. In the painted area. area. But it right. shows you how important he is. So now you can double-team a lot more on James Harden. This is significant. If they don't have Russell Westbrook, it'll be difficult to beat Oklahoma City, one of the surprise teams in the NBA.
1: It'd be difficult to beat anybody in the West if you don't have Westbrook. And I just want to point out something, Frank. Westbrook has, has just sort of evolved to the point where, I mean, the adjustments that he makes... Game to game, week to week that he's made from previous seasons to this season. And he's already been MVP, right? But to me, look, Westbrook is a guy you'd pay to see if fans could pay their way in the buildings right now. Russell Westbrook is that. Like him or not like him, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's such a great player. And what he's done to me that matters most is, okay, his three-point shooting wasn't working all that well, so stop shooting threes. Go to the bucket. As you just mentioned, the the points and the paint are amazing. The way he gets into the basket against yep. bigger, allegedly more athletic players. Yes, he still does that. And he's become such, not just a willing passer, but a creative passer later in his career. And let me just mention this. Because you would talk about OKC specifically and the guards that they have to deal with without Westbrook. Chris Paul, the perimeter players. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Adams inside, it, life becomes easier for yep. him. But Gallinari, who you're so familiar with, and Schroeder. Yep,
2: I mean, going to be a six man. He could be six it.
1: man of the year. So I, I, I know, I think I voted for him runner up. So Frank, there's a lot. I mean, Oklahoma City because of Chris Paul, who both of us I know uh, gave some MVP love to for the yep. regular season. Because of Chris Paul, those guys are all getting the shots they want. They're all getting high percentage shots. And without Westbrook out there, it's just hard to see them beating OKC. Even with him, they'd struggle.
2: Yeah, and we heard the reports last year about Harden and Chris Paul getting into it, maybe in the locker room after they got eliminated. Mike, here would be my concern about Westbrook just from the injury. This is the kind of guy that plays hurt all the time. Yeah. That quad injury, that was the injury that Kawhi had. Now, he had a more a serious one, limited him one year to nine games. Victor Doladipo missed a full calendar year, January to January, with a quad injury. <laughs> That's the concern. You know, they're saying he's going to miss the first couple of games. Like, all of a sudden, he's going to be back, and he's an explosive player. This is significant for the Houston Rockets. Especially the
1: way they play. Yeah, I mean, you wonder now what Mike D'Antoni thinks he might want to do to counter this. Because can you play small ball? Yes, you've got Harden. You've got P.J. Tucker. But you you Russell Westbrook... I mean, I know Harden is probably going to be, what, third in the MVP race? Probably. But, man, Westbrook's play – I mean, the, the power and the energy he brings, and particularly to, to, to this situation where you may have to be self-starting because you don't have fans and all that, Westbrook, it's, it's a downer to go yeah. in the playoffs if Russell Westbrook is not there for a few And
2: minutes. there's been some big injuries. Ben Simmons is out, and now Westbrook, yeah. we don't know about his status for the first round. All right, Mike, the NBA success inside the bubble – raises the question of whether the league will go right back to it. Next season, scheduled to begin less than two months after this one ends, so Players Union Executive Director Michelle Roberts tells SI she doesn't see how sports can be played outside of a a bubble, but does not see players agreeing to be in one for six to seven months. The Athletic now is also reporting, Mike, there's talk about four bubbles, Orlando, Las Vegas, Dallas, and New York, Mike, what do you see happening next season?
1: It doesn't matter how many bubbles you have. If you've got to be inside of something and away from your life, that's not going to happen for six or seven months, just as Michelle Roberts said. That's not going to happen. The players can't sign off on that. Now, if they somehow break the season up, not the geography, the season, yes. shorten it dramatically, go down to 50 games and say, okay, we're going to have two 25-game seasons with a break in the middle and maybe we go to a playoff at the end. Okay, 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 maybe, capital M, maybe, but no, there's not going to be any bubble. The reason why the NHL and the NBA specifically have worked so well to now is that it's the end of their seasons, not the beginning.
2: Well, I think you're right about having a shortened season. I spoke with Michelle Roberts a week ago, and she brought up the scenario about multiple bubbles. We know now you can pull it off on Orlando. I think, A, you have to have the players be willing to do it. There was one scenario in the SI story. They talked about having a bubble for 60 days. Maybe you can play 30 to 35 games. You're playing every other day. Then you take some kind of break come back, and then, play, you know, you could spread the teams around, come back and maybe play 30 to 35 more games. An 82-game season in a bubble, Too I don't think it could happen. Too much. But, but where we are right now, Michael, and we've talked about this, if we're in the same situation in December or January, I think the only way the NBA could have a season would be in a bubble. I think the NBA could pull it off. Well, I, I think, again,
1: in a bubble, yes. Again, I, 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 Michelle Roberts' logic there to me is is unassailable. You, you the only way you think, the only way you probably can have it and have it with so little drama. You don't want what baseball has, which is drama, day-to-day, yep. not knowing which of your teams is going to be available to play. So I, I agree with her completely on that. I don't see any way around it. But, Frank, 82 games you can forget. Now, one thing that basketball has always had going for, it, which baseball doesn't, is some kind of cooperation between the league... And the union. And the yep. union. They've got that. And so if they can see a way to do this, and to me, I, there's no more than 50 games. I know you said every other day, I get that if they try to do 30 and 30, okay, that's still 60. You know, you, can't, I, you cannot do more games than that. And Frank, we have not gotten to the part of this postseason where yeah. players say, I'm at wit's end. We're still... They're, they're a month in, okay, but they haven't gotten to the point where they're at wit's end and people just want to get out. You, you know we hear about this all the time, but it hasn't actually happened yet in either sport.
2: Yeah, Michael, you know this. They need 70 games for those local TV contracts. Here would be my other uh, thing. You're talking about maybe having New York. You know, Orlando is a resort town. New York is a different kind of resort town. Are you really going to put multiple <laughs> teams in New York no. and think that there isn't going to be an issue? I think no. you have to find the right type of locations to have a bubble. Orlando, definitely. I'm not so sure about some of these other cities.
1: Yeah. Wichita.
2: Yeah, just, exactly. Just They'll sign up for that. Montana. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Two teams that got booted from the MLS bubble met in Dallas last night. The players for FC Dallas and Nashville SC collectively took a knee during the anthem, national anthem, and received what the Associated Press described as, quote, a smattering of boos, close quote, from some of the nearly 3,000 fans in attendance. Dallas defender Reggie Cannon, who went to high school in Grapevine nearby, was not pleased.
2: I think it was disgusting. I think it was absolutely disgusting. You you got fans booing you for people taking a stand for what they believe in when millions of other people support this cause. And we've discussed with every other team and the league what we're going to do. And we got fans booing us in our own
0: stadium. How disgraceful is that? Honestly, it, it, for a lack of a better word, it pissed me off.
1: Frank, what was your reaction?
2: You know, watching the tape of it, you did hear somebody yell out boo and another person yelled out stand up. Now, FC Dallas allowed just under 3000 fans into the building. And you know, it wasn't that much, but I will say this. The MLS decided for their MLS's back tournament in Orlando. They decided not to have the anthem with fans in the building. And they did what they've done in Europe where right before kickoff, the referee blows the whistle, the players take a knee, and that was how they were honoring the movement that we're in right now. I still think when you, when you focus in on the anthem, this is always going to be the issue. I think some people are going to look at it like you're protesting the flag, you're protesting the anthem, and that's less than 3,000 people in a building. Now imagine having an NFL stadium, with if you ever get back to this point, with 60,000, 70,000 people. You know you're going to hear more boos, Michael.
1: I think my, my first thought about this was that, okay, I, I may believe in a lot of what Reggie Cannon believes in, but I know enough to know that a whole lot of people don't believe what I believe in. Yeah. And Reggie Cannon better get to that point real soon. He's young. He's a young man. He's got a lot to learn, a lot of disappointment. He thinks he's pissed off once. How about if you're pissed off for decades, okay, yeah. <laughs> off and on? Or, and, and happy at some point over decades. Maybe even this, this, this last summer, not happy, but feeling better, feeling encouraged, feeling more optimistic about where the country and the world are. But he's going to have to realize they're there to support your soccer. They are there to support you athletically, competitively, maybe even in a civic way because you're wearing the colors of that community. It doesn't mean they believe what you believe, Reggie. I'm sorry. I, and they've got every right to cheer or boo that and express their view politically or culturally. They do. And so, yeah. again, while I probably down the line agree with most of what Reggie Cannon believes in it, I wouldn't expect for one second that everybody in the building, no matter how large or small that audience is, is going to believe the same thing. That is Michael, fact.
2: Don't you think that there are fans that are supporting the movement but they don't like that they're protesting during the anthem. It still comes down to that. I still think you're going to get a large segment of fans that don't like protesting, think that you're disrespecting the flag, the military, everything else that comes with it. That's just the way it is. When we talk
1: about difficult conversations, this is, again, what young people are going to have to understand. Difficult conversation doesn't mean you win the argument. Yeah, It means you're in one, and you're going to have to listen to another side of this while maintaining your own. And so this is, you know, I mean, it's probably an important story, Frank. And as you suggest, it's going to play out a lot more as we get to fans being in That's stadiums right. and a lot more of That's them. That's right. Let's take a break. Coming up, if Charlie Blackman hits 400 this season, should it count in the record books?
2: And later, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey are both getting paid for which Ty Ned is a better investment.
1: You know, if Tony was here, he would just say, Gronk,
2: Gronk, 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 Gronk. He <laughs> probably still is. And I'll he's take, I'll take Travis
1: Kelsey.
0: Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your baby to let you sleep in? <laughs> what? Yeah. <gasps> We sleep in another half hour? Yay. Thanks, sweetheart. Yay. And you'll change yourself too? Yay. There's never been a better time to switch to GEICO. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit geico.com for details. Even though it's only summer, it feels like we've already run 12 back-to-back marathons. And when it comes to hiring, just like in a real marathon, the most important step is the next one. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsor jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com PTI. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com slash PTI. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th.
1: Charlie Blackman is chasing history, depending on who you ask. The Rockies right field is hitting 472 through 18 games. No one has hit 400 for a full season, of course, since Ted Williams in 1941. But would 60 games constitute a full season? (laughs) Blackman's manager, Bud Black, says, quote, I think there's enough integrity to 60 games, close quote. But Blackman himself says he doesn't think he'll do it, one, and if he does, it'll get an asterisk, two. Would a short season 400, Frank, be legit in your mind?
2: Nope, no, not. A, can, no. I be, can I be more clear? Listen, it would be a great accomplishment. There have been seven players since 1942 that have hit at least 400 through the first 60 games. I'm going to give you some of the names here. Chipper Jones, Tony Gwynn, Larry Rod Carew got to be one of them. Paul O'Neill, your guy Rod Carew, and then a couple of guys named Hank Aaron and Ted Williams. Whoa. So we will at least Whoa. acknowledge, if you do that, you're in select company. Yes, but that does not mean that you and Ted Williams are the only two players that hit 400, uh, over 400 in a season. I'm sorry, it's a great accomplishment. I feel badly that Charlie Blackman is almost apologizing for the fact that we might be having this conversation, uh, you know, at the end of September. But no, it's not the same. It doesn't count. No, it's
1: not the same. And and, and you mentioned the through 60 games, and I was thinking about the number of at bats, like how yeah. he might. Tack on a couple more guys if you have – how many at-bats? I mean, if you're averaging four games, game, or you could do it with plate appearances, which is four-plus per game. And, and there have been guys who've done that. You, you, you might even tack on and get to a dozen. So, no, it, it doesn't – it's not yep. going to count. Most – I'm not going to say most records. A lot of records wouldn't count. I can think of some important ones that would, or I think should, if you, if you had a 56-game hitting streak I was in one the same season. Thing. Yes, if somebody hit five home runs in one game – Yes. So, you know, you're not, but you're not going to be able to have a lot of records, Frank, because baseball's longevity, longevity of a season, matters tremendously, and the numbers are literally sacred.
2: Yeah. And let's, you know, again, let's give Charlie Blackman some credit here. Here's a guy that tested positive for the coronavirus, be- you know, at the start of summer camp. He's hitting 472. The league average through Wednesday is 238. So he's been unstoppable, but I looked it up before. Everyone, we went crazy about George Brett. I mean, Mike, it's hard to believe that was in 1980 when he was chasing 400. He finished at 390. You know, he only played 117 games that year. I wonder if he had gotten a 400. I'm sure the people in Boston would have lost their mind that he yeah. that he did 117 yeah. games. Still pretty remarkable, a 390, and 117 games.
1: It is. I mean, that's why the Tony Gwynn 1994 season. You know, was yep. so important because you thought that Tony Gwynn, of all people, who's on that list with Rod Carew. I mean, those are the two greatest hitters, at least for average, in, in my, the bulk of my life. I mean, those guys, you expected them to flirt with it. And they did because they, they could be up over 380 and they needed a one more streak late in the season. But, but Charlie Blackman, good for him to just take yes. all the drama out of this yep. by saying, one, it ain't going to happen. And two, if it did, <laughs> no. Let's exactly. take one last break, but still to come.
2: Why aren't we talking about my Cubs? Who? Why isn't every story about the Cubs? I'll tell you why because we need to talk about an afternoon battle between the Williams sisters. Oh, How wow. about
1: that? Okay, I'm not gonna hate on that.
2: See? Anytime Serena you can talk Venus. about the
1: Williamses, I'm good. But they more Cubs talk.
2: Two hundredth time. More
1: Cubs. <laughs> Best start since 1970, Frank. And no one's there to see Long it. Long time. I'm there to see it. I kind of sneak in Wrigley like I used to sneak in the old Chicago. State. <laughs>
0: It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com today. Right now, making informed decisions is more important than ever, especially when deciding when to return to the workplace and how to do it safely. That's why IBM Watson is helping businesses prioritize employee safety, manage facilities, and trace potential exposures. With Watson Works, a set of AI-infused capabilities, your business can protect the health, safety, and productivity of its people. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash watsonworks to learn more.
1: Time to get happy, people. Happy 61st birthday tomorrow to Irvin, Magic, Johnson. Let's get something straight, people. Magic is the greatest playmaker in the history of basketball. If you're too young to have seen him play, pick any one of those Magic highlight videos, turn off your other stupid devices, and just watch (laughs) the passes that he and only he delivered. There's one video of breathtaking plays that runs six full minutes before showing Magic even taking a shot. Seriously, what other player in the sports history could be depicted in that way? Champion in college, five-time champion with the Lakers, Olympian, second career, hell, second life that is astounding. And unlike the other icons, unlike Russell or Jordan, Bird or Kobe or LeBron, all of whom went about their work with a look of determination, Magic's signature was his joy. As teammate James Worthy once said, quote, he was a 6'9 point guard who smiled throughout your humiliation, close quote. Great I'm grateful to have worked with Magic for many, many years and obviously am an unabashed fan.
2: You know what, Michael, it seems like only yesterday Magic was celebrating his 60th birthday in Italy. It was like a month-long celebration. Angela Bassett was there, Isaiah Thomas, and Michael Wilbon, all the big celebrities, by the way, Still winning over 14 months, the college national championship, then an NBA championship. Nobody's doing that. That's that, a that's remarkable number. Right. And by the way, did. just to
1: clean it up a little bit, France. Just, just, I'm just saying. I thought it was Italy. All right. San Tropez. Happy anniversary to Hushel Walker and the Dallas Cowboys. On this day, 34 years ago, Hushel bailed on the USFL and signed with the Cowboys, who had been smart enough to draft him in the fifth round the previous year, figuring the rival Spring League would go away at some point. Anyway, the narrative that all Herschel did was get traded to the Vikings for a bunch of players and draft picks ignores how great he was before that trade. After sharing the backfield with fellow Heisman winner Tony Dorsett, Walker in 1988 rushed for 1,500 yards and caught 500 yards worth of passes while playing halfback, fullback, tight end, H-back, slot receiver, and flanker. For what Walker did in both leagues, a strong case can be made that he belongs in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's pro football, not NFL. But in addition to all that, he was a great sprinter in college and represented the United States as an Olympic bobsledder. Frank, he was the greatest college running back I ever saw.
2: That freshman year he had was incredible. You know, a couple years later, three years after he won the Heisman, Bo Jackson won the Heisman. That was the era of the running backs it was. in college football. It was. You can have Herschel. Loved him. I'll take Bo Jackson greatest right I'll take Herschel I, I will take Herschel that run down the
1: sideline he had one against Florida one against South Carolina happy trails to Venus Williams Serena eliminated her sister this afternoon in the second round of something called the top seed open in Lexington Kentucky Venus won the first set 6 three but lost the next two three and four this makes Serena 19 and 12 all time against her older sister. The tour next moves on to New York for a warm-up tournament followed by the U.S. Open later this month. Serena has been stuck on 23 majors since winning the Australian Open while pregnant in 2017, Frank.
2: You know, I like watching the Williams sisters play. I don't like when they play each other. It takes on a bit of an exhibition feel to it. I like when Serena doesn't like her opponent. It's better when that happens. By the way, Novak Djokovic confirmed he's going to the U.S. Open.
1: I agree with you. They don't like playing against each other. It's not like brothers. It's an exhibition. I mean, guys can hate each other. My brother and I would go at it and throw rackets at each other while playing. So (laughs) that's a different deal. No errors today. Let's go to the big finish. Tight ends George Kittle and Travis Kelsey are both getting big deals, new deals. Who's better?
2: Uh, Kittle's four years younger. I'm going to go with him. You'll like this story, Mike. Nebraska issued a statement committing to the Big Ten. Your thoughts? I like that
1: cooler smarter heads prevailing good we maybe can wash our hands of that for a while baseball reduced joe kelly's suspension from eight games to five does that make sense to you
2: i think it does and i think joe kelly will be popular now in his own clubhouse what bothered me about the whole thing he was on the red sox he played for alex core they were accused of cheating so why is he so mad at the houston astros uh kyle murray says it's definitely possible for the cardinals to have three 1,000-yard receivers this season. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, it's hard not to agree. I mean, you've got Larry Fitzgerald. you got DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, those guys could go for, like, close to 3,000, just the two of them. And then Christian Kirk, who just by virtue of being on the field with those two is going to be open a lot. Maybe he'll be getting one of those Travis Kelsey deals down the line if he can play with these guys long enough. Last one, Frank. The Cubbies are our league best 12-3. and Are we going to beat Milwaukee tonight, though?
2: No, you won't. And the big story in baseball is the Marlins, first place in the NL East. They're Watch not 12-3. That's the best <laughs> record in baseball. Uh, we're out of time. Thanks for watching.
1: I'm Frank Isola. I'm Mike Wilbon. We're off until Tuesday. Knuckleheads, you can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts.